Who will enter at number six? Crushes in like a grape. Welcome back to Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. I am here with my lovely wife, and we are going to talk about things. I really thought you were going to say my name, so I was waiting, and I was going to go, ta-da! But then you <laughs> didn't, so then there was just a long pause. Shouldn't people know your name by now? I mean, if you're You've introducing been on the show for like two or three months. I've been on longer than that. I've just I know, consistently but like been on every week. It's been two or three months. Yes. All right. Regardless, it, I was going to say ta-da. It didn't happen, so I'm saying it now. Ta-da! <laughs> Yay! Because I'm so magical! Alright. Alright, how was your week? Um, pretty chill. Did some stuff around the house, and saw some friends, and went to the lake for 4th of July party yesterday, which is partially why there was not a show earlier, because Kat was at work all week, and then... Friday night, by the time she got home, she was toast, and we had to wake up early to go to the lake, so we're like, alright, let's just do this Sunday. Yep, and here we are. Yeah. Uh, well, I think since we recorded last, we finished getting all our registry stuff that we ordered. Yep. So we now have this beautiful, soft new rug, and <laughs> I decorated and put up all of our stuff that I've been meaning to That's hang. True. And wrestling-related things we've hung up. Cedric Alexander signed shirt. Which I got to look at it because I've been really careful about not taking it out of the bag I had it in and not having it anywhere anything could get on it. Um, so I haven't even had a chance to like really look at it until I was framing it. And it says love ya on it and I just... You know what we should do? All the feels. We should get... I know we just framed it. We should get a shadow box and print the pictures of him signing it. We should. And put them next to it. We should. Because that would make it that much more epic. And then the whole thing can be unfolded instead of yeah. folded up the way it is. I agree. Yep. I agree. So there's that. So that's going to happen now. Uh, Anthony Henry signed shirt. Yep. And then we got... Uh, we finally... So let's talk about frame fucking sizes. Right. So, when we went to NXT, we got the frame Nakamura and Bobby Roode. Well, not framed. Autographed. Autographed. Um, promotional. Whatever you want to call it. You would think they would be 8 Poster by things. Yeah. They're yeah. like mini posters. They're mini, yes. Mini posters is a good word. So, we measured them. We just didn't measure them very well. Okay. So, the first time we went. Let's, let's go through the whole ordeal. The first time we went... Doug was like, oh yeah, because we wrote down all the other frames we need. We had a poster um, that needed to be framed. We had lots of artwork we were putting up. Yeah, we had things that needed art uh, frames. So we went, and while we were there, Doug's like, oh yeah, we've got that Nakamura and Bobby Roode. We should get frames for them while we're here. We assumed, incorrectly, that they would be 8x10. Like every other wrestling show on the goddamn planet. Everyone sells 8x10s. We assumed incorrectly that they would be eight by tens so we got some eight by tens brought them home vastly off we said okay not a problem we guessed you know it's not a huge deal we'll return them and get the right size so we measured them but we didn't like painstakingly measure them yeah because we came up 11 by 14 we're like that's totally a frame size okay cool we went and got 11 by 14 
They did not work. 11 and a half by like 14 and a quarter. Yeah. Which is just WWE being pricks. Which is just big enough that nothing fucking fits it reasonably. Yeah. So then we had to get a 12 by 16. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm not getting a mat. That's They're not that nice. Yeah. So then I just turned the promotional picture that they always have inside the frames. Yeah. The back of them is almost always a solid color, typically white. So I just turned them around, centered them on that, and... Well, oh, it's not like they came with COAs. Yeah. It's not like we have pictures of yeah. Bobby we, and Nakamura signing it. We bought it. these from the merch table. With Intern Bobby could have yeah. signed it. We don't know. But it looks cool. It does. It lo- they look like real autographs. Yep. I haven't analyzed them. but They look like they're done in Sharpie. Yeah. So I was looking at them while I was framing them. Uh, pretty cool. But So now all I have to do is actually hang those two and then our giant mirror and we're done and we're decorated over uh, a year after a year and <laughs> we've signed a new lease and now we're decorated <laughs> yeah now that we're um, contemplating moving in a year we're like yeah let's decorate yeah <laughs> well when we moved in here you didn't have the ability to do all that because of your job yeah that's you true. were doing and we did it's not like we didn't have anything up on the walls when we first yeah. moved in my mom helped us hang some of the stuff in our comic book area. and yep. It looked nice. We just didn't have stuff everywhere. Now we are pretty fully decorated. Yeah. Producers are coming to steal food again. Producer well, Sammy wants to One pray. producer is trying to attack the other one. The other one is trying to steal food. Go get him, Sammy. So if you hear about the... It's Elvis and Sammy, as usual. As um, per usual. We spent most of today sleeping and playing Pokemon Go. Hell yeah, we did. Because we were exhausted from the lake yesterday. Very. The lake was so choppy yesterday. Well, and Kat and I aren't outdoorsy people. Like, the last thing we want to do over the summer is go sit outside. Because it's hot as fuck inside. It's hot as fuck. However, It's hot as fuck and it's humid as fuck. It's the worst of both worlds. But the place we go for the 4th is very nice and has a lot of shade. And you drink a few beers and it's great. Yeah. So it was quite nice, but when you haven't done that in a long time, and then you go do it, you get home and you're just like, oh my god, I want to die. The sun is super exhausting. Yeah, unless you're used to it. If you do it every day, it's like super energizing. Yeah, this used to happen to me when I worked my summer camps. Yeah. And I ran that. I would go home after being outside in the sun literally all day, and I was just so exhausted. I would get up at like 4 or 5 in the morning, get ready go to work, and not get home until probably 7 o'clock at night. And I, I wouldn't even eat dinner. I was just so tired. It was like, if I had the energy to shower, shower, and then pass the fuck out. And it would happen every day. <laughs> and I, it was just exhausting. I was very lucky my camp had kind of an early bedtime for the kids. So I was like, all right, kids are supposed to be asleep. I can go to bed. Well, I still had a 45-minute drive one way yeah to get to my camp so it was i mean the money was good and i had fun i was the assistant director of it 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 was great it looks great on my resume i genuinely enjoyed working with the people i worked with but it was a long drive it was so exhausting at the end of the day you just came home and passed out and you when you're that tired, I mean, it's every part of... Just your entire soul is tired. And you're like, I've never been this tired 
in my life. Hey, and then you pass You went out. full Jewish there? That's what happens when you get tired? You go full Jew? When I get tired, I just go full, like, delusional, like, off the deep end. Fair enough. If I don't just crash where I am. Are they playing or is Elvis actually pissed? Sammy's, like, scared, so I'm a little concerned. Sammy, why are you actually scared? I wish we could get video of this. We could. This is how you do this. This is how you do it. If I can be fast enough. He's like backing him in a corner. He's like, this is how you stalk prey. <laughs> I got him back. I know this is terrible for any audio listener, but... I mean, we could pause it, but we're not going but to. But yeah. It's the cutest, furry showdown. I've never seen them do this. This is crazy. But Sammy's like, uh, I'm not sure. Oh, he was roping a dope. <laughs> Elvis just looks irritated now. Like, how dare you counteract this? All right, Sammy's like, I'm going elsewhere. And, oh, oh, is he going to come get him from behind? And no. I'm done with this. Fuck this. Sammy <laughs> pulled a fuck this and just walked. Yeah. He pulled a I can't even. Sammy's done. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most adorable showdown. I will go ahead and put that up on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of anything else happened this week. We saw some of our friends from out of town. They were here for the weekend. Yes, they were. We went to Columbia the day they came to Spartanburg, so that yeah. kind of sucked. Well, you But know. we got to see them today. Uh, we gave T his fantasy football trophy for the league. Um, I have to talk to Scooter. As far as I know, we're still doing fantasy football. Um, I'm not sure if Cat's going to be in it or not. It depends if everybody comes back or not. Because if we don't have a spot, then we can't add just one. We'd have to add two. I also am not a a big fantasy sure. person, so I would give. I would offer no help. You, you well, no. It's not about help or talking about it on the show. It's more just bragging rights and talking shit to each other. No, I just meant. Generally, I would be the worst because I know nothing about fantasy football. Okay. Well, on that note, um, did anything else exciting happen this week? I think that was pretty much it. There was you, an... You were at work, like, all week. Uh, yeah, I was at work all fucking week. Uh, we had a really awkward uh, interaction yesterday at the lake where one of my dad's friends came up to us and... I, we didn't tell her that we had gotten married, but we told a bunch of the people in, in this group attending, of, yeah, yeah. In this group of people. Um, we're just not that we're, close we're with We're fairly that lady. close with, but this one we aren't. And she comes up to me and she says, well, congratulations, you guys. I don't want to say it's about time, but it's about time. And it was really odd. And she only has one volume, and it's, which is loud as shit. It's very loud. But it was really weird because it was like, I'm only... 25 we've only been together officially like we just hit two years yeah a year and a half when we got married yeah i was like it we've we've uh, had a lot of awkward interactions this week and it was it was very odd and i don't Uh, know if she's thinking we had been together longer because this is a lot of people think that 
the third year you've come to the party. Yeah, and like when we went to the AMC thing, a bunch of people thought I'd been with you for like six years. But that's because they were mistaking me for someone else. But I've never taken anyone else to this party. You're the only person I've ever taken. Well, and it'd be really weird if they confused me with the legless guy. Another, yeah, yeah. a legged person. But yeah, I've never taken anyone else, so I don't know if she was commenting on the fact that I waited until I was 25 to get married. I don't think that's that crazy nowadays. It's weird. I'm the oldest out of, like, my sister, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother. I'm the oldest of anyone to get married. But it's a whole new thing. Oh, it is. But I mean, I'm like... The average age goes up, like, a year every year. I'm significantly older yeah, than all well, the other women in my family to get it is married. What it so is. it was really weird, and it was like a half second of uncomfortable. Of why should is we it, be offended? Yeah, yeah, like why is that about I, time? I just ignored her and drank <laughs> beer. Um, and then this week at the Chinese place. Mm. Yeah. So I have this habit, and it's not just here; it's anywhere I go. Where people just talk to me. Something about not having legs makes me approachable. Uh, my family likes to call it the neon sign blinking over my head. Uh, because I, I tend to be a person who gets too much told to them. But either way, I'm... I'm my a, mom is also that person yeah. and she has legs. So. I'm, I'm an approachable person for whatever reason. Um, so this young dude... Holds the door open for us. Uh, he happened to be black. But the neighborhood we were in, that makes sense. And he, it was very nice. He said something to us. It's real nice guy. I knew what he meant, so thank you. And we went in. Well, we go in, and I don't know this guy. Maybe I should have known this guy. Maybe he knew me from high school. Maybe he knew it me from somewhere. It didn't come off that way. But it, then he went in for the, like, man greeting handshake hug like super familiar like we're bros thing the side hand slap half hug thing yeah and i'm like all right cool i was totally caught off guard and did the total white boy thing and messed it all up and whatever but i'm just i'm confused It, it was it was a week of awkwardness it was definitely a Anytime we went out, weird stuff was going on. Because at Bed Bath & Beyond, there was that weird lady who was complaining about there only being one register. I'm like... Someone made fun of me because I couldn't immediately think of our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird week. It was definitely a weird Socially week. awkward week. And then at IHOP, we saw a fellow PWX fan, so that was cool. Yeah, we did. Speaking of which, if you're listening, tell me your name because I'm a jerk and don't remember it. Doug's the worst. So... Uh, on that note, we watched an indie show this week. Most of an indie show this week. Um, I love the idea of this. Mm-hmm. Wrestle Circus has taken to having a Twitch channel. If, yes. If you're not a gamer, Twitch is primarily people playing video games. Why you would watch people just play a video game? Because not everybody talks over it. Some people just play the game. Yep. I don't get that. But... When you enjoy a personality and you can watch them play games, that's fine. Well, Wrestle Circus said, this is a free platform to get our name out. Let's stream our show for free. Fuck yes. Love it. Saw the card, 
and I sent Kat the names, and it was like 25 people we like, and that wasn't even everyone on the show. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm at work, and all of a sudden you're just like, so this is happening, and I get this massive text block of just names. Between (laughs) autocorrect and, like, getting them all in there, it took, like, ten minutes to type that fucking text. It was ridiculous. Um, so, it was called Dive Hard with a Vengeance. Love the name. Love the fuck you to Randy Orton. Love everything about this. Um, if you haven't seen Wrestle Circus, they basically are doing a big top gimmick. Like, they talk about sideshows and all sorts of shit. Uh, so I was intrigued to see it, because I hadn't seen a whole show. I'd seen a match here and there, but never a whole thing. So, we open... With a tag team title match, Rapungi Vice, and this person has a typo, versus Gorillas of Destiny, which is more from New Japan, part of Bullet Club. And they were calling Rapungi Vice, what were they called? RPG Vice. Yes, it was... I don't know if New Japan has a trademark on calling them Rapungi. Okay. If they do, makes total sense, because New Japan will send letters. Candace and Joey had to take down one of their shirts that was a Bullet Club parody, because New Japan sent them a letter. But they were very respectful about it. They were just like, okay, cool. Y'all have to stop. We'll quit selling it. Um, solid match. I'm not sure I would have opened with this match, because unless you're a hardcore New Japan guy, it's kind of like, okay, what is this? I'm not sure this would have been my introduction to Wrestle Circus. But um, it was good. It was solid. All four guys went well, and Rapungi Vice came out on top to steal the belts from Gorillas of Destiny. So, that was cool. Uh, We are going to see Trent this week. Yes, we are. So, that's exciting. I would love a surprise appearance by Rocky Romero. I don't know if that's happening, but I will mark out if we get Rapungi Vice live. Alright, next we got a guy and his manager came out and started talking shit about the crowd and doing heel type things. Scorpio Sky, he was supposed to fight Jeff Cobb. I don't know if he was injured or if it was a travel snafu. I think it was some sort of illness or injury. Um, But Jeff Cobb couldn't make his shows last week. So, this guy named Brody King came out, took on Scorpio Sky. I didn't really watch this (laughs) one. I was making dinner. I was like, all right, I don't know either of these guys very well. I know that should have been more reason to watch it, but sorry, guys. That's not why I was watching Wrestle Circus. So, I missed this one, but Scorpio Sky won. Uh, Next, we got the match I was probably most excited for on this whole show. Yes, you were. The Lady of the Ring title, Rachel Ellering versus Mia Yim. This was way too short. It was. This was... It was... was, Two of the best in the world who are probably going to get announced for the Mae Young. And then it just... Started and then it was over. Yeah. I'm like, man, what the hell? And then they had to buy time. And I'm like, why are y'all buying time instead of making that match go longer? You have two of the best female wrestlers in the world. There was also a super awkward interaction between. With the promoter asking him, asking Rachel to say what's up to her, to his sister or something. Yeah, to his sister who was giving birth. Which I think that's super cool. And I'm not saying don't do that. But it was really weird, weird to do to it do on it the live stream. Live stream and in ring. 
Let's talk about the live stream for a minute. Some of the camera guys look like they were using iPhones. Yeah, they did. It, some Not of that it there's anything wrong with that. That helps with Twitch or whatever. Cool. But uh, they they need to take some cues from other places. Well, and their filming was really shitty. We got a lot of ass shots. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to be super professional and on top, and I get it, you're giving somebody a shot, or you're using who you got, I understand. The budget they must have needed just for talent on this show, I understand they can't afford super-duper cameramen. But, if you're gonna be advertising this, hey, watch on Twitch, I need to not see people's asses that much. 24-7, yeah. It was a lot of ass shots. And yeah, that happens in wrestling. There's a lot of dick shots in wrestling. But there, there's a time you gotta look at it and say, alright, cut away from the fucking ass shot. Yeah. Um, it's like they didn't teach him how to actually film wrestling. And not that it was a bad show in any way, but it definitely affected us watching it. It was just yeah. like, <sighs> okay. Alright, so this is where the show picked up for me. Um, we got Adam Cole and Britt Baker... Versus Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc. Fucking blast. Uh, they are all four so good. And they had a lot of comedy. They had a lot of hardcore shit. It was good. It was. It was uh, very good. I had not seen Britt Baker before, so I'm glad I got to see her. I haven't She's seen really Space good. Cat since he modified his mask. So since it's fun. gotten torn up as shit. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was cool. Callahan and Havoc got into it because I got beat at the end, and then they just started, like, making out in the ring. Eh, it's yeah. like, all right, cool. Death Machines are allowed to do that. All right, so now... Love ma- hard, play hard. Match of the night, and it was not close. If it weren't for me already having match of the year picked out... This would have been your match of the year? This is definitely... It is. You aren't going to change that all year? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> That's it. Cedric. Huh? Oh, do do Okay, so she's not going to change that match of the year. Um, yeah, nope. So I, I need <coughs> to it. find the list of people in this match. Cause it's, it was insanely It long. started as a 10-man, and then they just kept naming people, so... My results page I had pulled up is does not have the full list. list. I want the full list before we continue. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll talk about how one of the times we went to go get frames and various materials for decorating, we came across these color your own shirts. Yes. And, of course, I'm a, there we go. an avid unicorn lover. So there was a unicorn one. And then we picked one out for Doug. And he got Power Rangers. And mine, I am happy to say, is complete and fantastic looking. Doug has not finished his. No, I have not. Because I wanted more colors. I offered to buy you more and you said I know. no. I know. Dive hard. But I, uh, I'm really proud of how it turned out. I made my unicorn purple. It's standing on a giant cloud. There's some rainbows popping out of the cloud. It's got very curly hair. I, I'm really... I took my time on this. I made sure I colored in all the same directions. Because I learned that when I was in art class. There you go. I got yelled at one time because I didn't. I, like, switched directions that I was coloring. And the teacher, like, 
laid into me. And I want to say I was no more than fifth grade. And it stuck with me. Damn it. Why does no one have this list? Just because it was so many people? Because it was so many people. Alright, well, it was Tessa. It was Joey. Mm-hmm. It was Delilah Doom. Mm-hmm. It was Stone Cold Leva Bates. Mm-hmm. In full cosplay, goatee, and skull cap, and flipping everyone off, mm-hmm. and putting stunners on everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was in this? Uh, it it we it just kept naming names. Jason Cade. Jason Cade was in this, um, which is part of why we were watching it. Joey Ryan's wife, Laura St. Clair, I believe. Um, is her name? I I want a full list. If anyone has the full list, I'm really upset with WrestleZone.com right now because they're saying this was a four way match. This was not a four way no. match. This was like a fourteen way match. Oh, the the guy that comes out in jeans, and we've seen him once. Um, he was in like a Tin Man the last time we saw him, and he was pretty good. Uh, Nick Palmer was he in that? I think so. I think that was uh, I think that was before the show. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. It was goddamn it was ridiculous. A, it was a ton of people. Oh, oh, oh! The Chris Brothers. Oh yeah. Oh, I four K was in it. Yep. Um, God. Uh, which one wore the Candice LeRae type stuff? The the one that doesn't look like Derek. Yes, the brunette brother. Yeah. Uh, Dave. I think. I think he's Dave. This was everything and more. This alone made watching this show worth it. Yeah. It was a three-fall match. First fall was for the DDT 24-7 Iron Heavy Metalweight title. This is the one that Joey Ryan's always getting and losing in ridiculous ways. Then the second one was for the Wrestle Circus Sideshow title, which is their 24-7 title. Then Wrestling Revolver Scramble title... Which was the one we saw Jason Cade win at Pancakes and Pile Drivers, which is just the ridiculous 11-man matches they do. Yeah. Uh, Joey came out with all three and could barely... You could barely see all yeah. of them. He was yeah. just loaded it down. It was fantastic. Uh, Laura James, I did not know that. Joey ate the pin on all three. Yeah. That's hilarious. How did you... He had all three belts? How did you... Because he didn't have to. It's whoever got the fall. Yeah. He didn't have he to get pinned. He, yes. Good for him. Under for life, Joey Ryan. Um, got pinned by his wife first. Yep. That was fantastic. Their whole exchange. The vagina and dick train <sighs> so that good. happened. Oh, so my good. God. The oil. She oiled him and then... Uh, sli- oh, God. So good. And then there's there's a lot of couple jokes. Like, I'm your wife. You have to submit to me or whatever. It it was great. It, I mean, I, let's be honest. If we were wrestlers, that would be what we would Yeah, pull. that was our dynamic. That would be our dynamic in the ring against each other for sure. Uh, Tessa got the Sideshow title. Yes, she did. So that was awesome. And then I had not heard of this guy, but he was pretty good. Jordan Lennox pinned Joey Ryan for the Scramble title. I want so many more of these matches to happen. Yeah. They, it was absolutely phenomenal. It they was, rolled from one belt to the next. Like, there was no Like, resetting. we were a little worried at first because we were like, holy shit, this is a lot of people. Yeah. But everybody planned it. The spots were great. There was a dance-off. There was comedy. There was there, some good shit. There was a moment that one of the announcers said, guys, don't throw beer in the ring. 
what it was was Levo was trying to get a Steve Weiser. Or would yeah. it be a Leave Weiser at that point? It would be a Leave Weiser. Um, and uh, this it was... just missed her hand. And then Joey hit her with, I think it was Joey hit her with some just badass looking move. And she went flying out of the way and couldn't get the beer. Yeah. Yeah, somebody knocked her off the rope as she was calling for it. Yeah, but um, it, it was not just a random person throwing... Beers, it, because it, you could see it go to Leva, and she just yeah. There wasn't a hundred percent follow through because yes. of interference. Yes, but fantastic match, definitely match of the night. If WrestleCon's ten man hadn't happened, this would have made my match of the year list. I'm surprised it's not. It's real close. It's like right on that borderline. I just saw a little bit too much similarity with stuff that's happened already this year. Like I but said, it was if so I didn't fucking fun. I already have my match of the year. This would would be on that <laughs> it, on a very short. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm being a nitpicky bitch, but this was great. It was it, phenomenal. It, it was. If you watch nothing else from this show, it was an intergender fangirl's dream. Yeah, it was intergender all over the place. It it was like half women. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I don't know the names of all the women because we didn't know them all. But I will. I will find a full list. And tweet it out later and be like, these are the people in that crazy-ass match you need to go watch. Alright, next, so as if that wasn't enough, those five matches alone would have been a stellar show. You could have ended it right there. It was an intensely good match. There was still six matches to go. By this point, it's almost ten o'clock. Yes. On East Coast. Now... I, I don't mind you giving me a stacked roster. I don't mind you giving me everything you got. But you gotta keep length in mind. Yeah, this... This... The the number of people on this card lended itself to being a two-day... Event. Event. Yeah. But all these guys had bookings elsewhere the next day, so... Yeah. It, it's hard, I get that. But this was so stacked, and I think it was hurt... Because there were too many people there. Oh, um, I, we tried to watch the whole thing, and it just got to the point where I was like, I can't. I physically cannot watch anymore. So, ladder match with Shane Strickland, Leo Rush, Mr. 450, and Desmond Xavier. It was so good. Also good. They were working for a money in the bank type gimmick. They called it like a carnival cash-in or something. Um, Those ladders were a little terrifying, though. You haven't seen an indie ladder match, have you? Yes, I have. I mean, not PWX indie ladder match. Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because PWX cares about their talent. It's like, I don't want um, them dead. I need to show you, there's an old Generico Steen one, where the ladders are just like, like giving out as they climb them. Yep, nope. It's But it's so fucking good. Um, anyway. I don't want to see anyone actually die. Sure. But no one does, because they're still wrestling. Well, Generico's not, but anyways. Whatever happened to Generico? Uh, he went to Mexico to work with the, the orphans. Yeah. And apparently the drug cartels got to him. It's oh. truly a tragic story of wrestling. I mean, really? I can't wait for WWE to claim ownership of El Generico and make a documentary about it. So sad. Because that's what they'll do. Alright, Shane Strickland gets the briefcase or whatever it was they had to cash in. 
this is where I was like, I don't know if I can take more of this show. You just had two fantastic matches. You had the awesome Adam Cole match. You had the great Ellering Mia Yim match. That's a solid show right there if you stop. Yeah. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's so much more. <laughs> this is where I started falling asleep. Not due to it not being good. It just It was, was so, so long. long. John and Morrison. It didn't start until like seven, seven here. Yeah. It was six central, but seven here. And you know, I was thinking, all right, I can make it through. This will be like an episode of Raw. It'll be over by ten, ten thirty. I was so wrong. Nope. So John Morrison took on Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is basically an Undertaker lizard person. And I I get there's a place for that, and I know they he's a Lucha Underground guy, him and Morrison have a rivalry from there. That's fine. But I I don't need more Undertaker spots. Yeah, I was glad when Undertaker was gone. I like what he used to do, and I don't mind if you're gonna not take it seriously doing like a white mic taker yeah. thing. But Luchasaurus was pretty much taker in a lizard mask. And it, it just, it got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling this. And I love John Morrison. And I was just like, not feeling this at all. So I think that's where intermission happened after Morrison Luchasaurus. It was either after the ladder match or after the Luchasaurus match. And it was a long intermission. Yeah. Oh my god. I and I had worked. That you went day. to bed. <laughs> I started falling off during the ladder match just yeah. because I had worked all day long. And yeah. I was just like, I, I have nothing left in me after. Um. So after the show continues, and I need to go back and finish this because there's so much talent on the rest of this show, and I didn't watch it, and I really need to. Um, I was so excited for this match, Matt Seidel versus Zachary Wentz. Really good what I saw towards the end is where I started coming in and out of consciousness. <laughs> Must stay away. Then, just can't. Again, no offense to the man. No offense to anything he does. But my full sleep happened on Michael Elgin. <laughs> he was fighting... <laughs> poor, poor baked potato. <laughs> uh, Elgin fought Myron Reed, who he trained. Yeah. So it was a cool story. I got nothing against that. Uh... Myron Reed is currently the Glory Pro champ, which is Elgin's promotion out of St. Louis. That I would be real careful with calling it Glory Pro because that could yeah. get turned into Glory yeah. Hole real, real fast. Easy. Yeah. So I fell asleep during Reed and Elgin's. I don't think I even saw their entrances. I think I fell asleep during the video package, which is fine. Next thing I know, I wake up and. Pentagon and Phoenix are fighting Red Dragon. I'm like, oh, fuck. I wanted to see this match. And then I was like, it's so fucking late. And I tried to watch it. it it's probably 11, 11, 15 by this point. And I'm like... We're old. We, we can't stay I, up that I can't. Place. Like, this weekend is going to be a struggle. Yeah. Like, we're getting a hotel because I don't want to drive <laughs> like, home at 11 o'clock. I can't o'clock. drive home after that. Um... Yeah, so I watched a little bit of Red Dragon and Pinto Phoenix, and then I was like, I know Brian Cage is next. I'm a huge Brian Cage mark, but I'm going to bed. I can't. I can't even. And I went to bed. Now, uh, I'm bummed out. I didn't see the main event because there was a cash-in, and Shane Strickland has walked away with the Ringmaster Championship, which is Wrestle Circus's big boy belt. 
So that's cool. I love when people get the big boy belt who deserve it. Yes. Uh, also, I do like their ring announcer is like named Loud and Obnoxious or something. Like that's his ring name. That's what name. you want out of a ring announcer, though. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So all in all, solid indie. Very. If we lived in Texas, I'd probably be like, yeah, we need to go to this. But we don't. But we don't. So we won't. So let's keep watching it on Twitch. Yep. If you have, what I love too, they did with Twitch. You can tip during the show. It's a thing. I am so surprised we did not get a just the tip chant. And I'm wondering if they didn't talk about it in person, if it was just over commentary. Probably. Because th- it was. Because if you were there, you wouldn't have it pulled up on Twitch. It was. But a they smart throw. Crowd. They throw money in the ring all the time there. Yeah. But I mean, so, I'm I'm shocked we did not get a just the um, tip chant. Fair enough. However, it, I appreciate them giving it to us for free. Yep. I love the new idea of a way to distribute a wrestling show over an already existing medium. Yep. I didn't have to buy Flow Slam. I didn't have to buy High Spots Network. I just needed something that could run Twitch, which is pretty much fucking everything. So. Thank you, Wrestle Circus. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope y'all made some money. Um, I'm, I did not contribute, unfortunately. However, it's a good thing I didn't because we spent a lot of money this month. We did. So, sometime I may, but not not anytime soon. This month was... Was bumpy. Was bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we bought some very expensive things this month. Needed things, but... Yeah. Alright, so. That was Wrestle Circus. And y'all know how it is when we watch an indie show, it ends up being most of the show. Indeed it does. Because I am thorough as fuck. Which is great in a sex partner. Terrible in a podcast host. Yeah, valid. Alright, uh, Raw LA happened. Wasn't anything special. The only thing I remember is I still love Mafioso Samoa Joe. I, I can't even try to say it the way they've started saying it, so I'm not going to. Um, Samoa. Yeah. Samoa Joe. But he like snuck up on Heyman during his interview and did like the, you know, I'm just going to threaten you and then smack you on the face and walk away. Love it. Love all Uh, of that. Speaking of mafioso stuff, we were at your grandmother's this week. Yeah, like half my family look like Jewish mafia. They look like Jewish mafia. (laughs) Like these pictures are so... Just imagine the most stereotypical mafia pictures, and that's you what could, your family looks You could like. do the closing shot of The Godfather and just stick my family in there, and it would look like it fit. It yeah. was weird. It was It was um, kind of a situation where I looked at Grandma and said, so, uh... Israeli mafia? Is there anything you need to tell me? <laughs> Are people doing fireworks to... already? I think that's thunder. Yeah. Oh. No, that's a firework. Well, you're asking a deaf girl, so you get yeah. what you get. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else from Raw, but I don't remember much. What? Oh. Uh, so, Cass is full fucking heel. And Cat is heartbroken. Cat is still heartbroken. heartbroken. So, I hate that I've watched wrestling long enough that when you pull shit like, I've been attacking you backstage for a month... The next week, yes, WWE's writing is terrible, but you don't come out the next week and retcon it. You might in like six months, but not the next week. So when Enzo came out and 
pled and begged and asked for Cass to not throw away their brotherhood. And Cass apologized. I was like, oh, fuck. He's going to turn on him again. He's going to do it in front of fucking everybody. And they get up the ramp, and they're doing their pose, and then Cass fucking lays him out. I was so upset that Sammy came up and was genuinely worried about it. Yeah, him. like, it's kind of weird. Our cats are very good at checking on us when something's gone down. Animals. Yeah. Um, but Sammy especially, like, if we're sick or whatever, that's when he tends to hang around us most. And Cat got so upset, Sammy would, like, not leave her side the rest of the night. He was uh, like, let my cuteness fix it. <sighs> it was it was really, really hard for me. I don't I don't get the breakup. I, 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 I am 100% done. I love what they're doing, but I, I don't think it was time yet. I am 100% done. They, they could have had a run with the belts. They could have had a run at anybody. And the best they got was the fucking club. I'm done. Yeah, I know done. you're done. Um, done. Yeah, I don't remember much else happening. I stopped watching at that point. The only you went thing, to bed. The only thing I will watch on WWE anymore. As far Smackdown? as as far as actual wrestling is if Cedric is on TV. Otherwise, I'm fucking done. You watch some of SmackDown. It when you're here. You were at work this week, but you don't hate SmackDown like you hate Raw. I'm done with WWE. Uh okay. It's the Cedric Chiropractic School of Medicine Cedric Alexander Chiropractic School of Medicine for me. Or bust. Alright, fair enough. Um Yeah. Cruiserweights. So, somebody reported, like, it was on 205. They said Cedric was on Raw the night before. He wasn't. He was not. He was not on it at all, and I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because trust us. I actually stayed awake. With a fine tooth comb. Yeah. Um, Also, um, while we're on Cedric, how many times does he have to fight Dar? Um... Can, can can I'm just gonna ignore that, that and be like, yay, Cedric's on TV. This has been the rivalry since last year. I love Cedric. I, I do will too. Watch Cedric fight a stop sign if I have to. Because that would be a better match than Dar. I love Cedric so much. That would be a better match than Dar. I I have, hate Dar. I have burst many a people's eardrum. You know, you know what Cedric I hate though. Comes on TV. I heard something this week. And it means we're not getting rid of Dar anytime soon. Vince he and Fox are getting married. No, Vince fucking loves him. Of course he does. Vince goes around doing impressions of him. Of course he does. So we're not getting rid of him anytime soon. Which is a fucking bummer because I can't stand his ass. Well, you know. Um. That's surprising. You typically love a good heel. Is it because it's against Cedric? Probably. Also, or the stupid way he says Fox. It's. Cedric, it's, he didn't have, I like a heel who can back it up. Okay. He's so not good enough in the ring to back it up. While on Noam Dar, yes. this is the one thing about him that drives me up a fucking The zip-up jacket. He zips his jacket up when he walks it out. It pisses you off so it's much every like time. It's just like an inch down and he zips it the fuck up. Why? Why would you zip your jacket up to walk now, down the ramp to then just take it off? I'll admit, I know nothing about Dar's indie career. I know nothing outside of what I've seen on the Cruiserweight Classic and on 205. 
I think he is out of his fucking league. I I think character work, he's fine. I don't think he's bad on that front. I just think he can't wrestle. And I can't stand that he zips his jacket up. Like, that yeah. That itches my asshole so badly, so badly that I can't get through yeah, it's true. anything else. Alright, so that was Raw and 205-ish. Um, Smackdown happened. Uh, the whole night is kind of just setting up Battleground and... I thought they were going to cut back on the double pay-per-views. I was at work for the entirety of this. Yeah, so you I have you saw zero nothing. Idea, but this wasn't an. I was not watching because I wasn't here, sort of thing, which it normally is. It was. I was at work until like almost eleven that yeah, night. Until eleven. Yeah. Um. It just SmackDown's good. Like I like SmackDown, but I need I need Sami Zayn to fight someone besides Baron Corbin, and I need them to stop banking on we're the technical wrestling show so we can get away with more because raw is just like ooh star power and smackdown's like wrestling but man we don't have to write this well and it's better written than raw but that's not saying much right now um smackdown does the like commercial two screen thing I don't know why they don't do that on Raw. Um, there's all sorts of craziness they could do that they don't. But anyway, all I really remember is James Ellsworth got banned. He pissed Daniel Bryan off and told him that he's faking his injury. And then he brought up Birdie. Yeah, you don't go after someone's kids. Daniel looked like he was about to murder him. The best story we've seen out of Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns was when Roman when Bray went after his kids. You and he only did it for two weeks. Someone. I know. And then it just became weird serial killer lover shit. Yeah. Yeah. You don't fuck with someone's kids. Oh that no. That is the best way to rob someone up. Do you know how much money? I'd pay to watch Daniel Bryan whip James Ellsworth's ass. But the thing is, you don't even have to do it in ring. Yeah, I know. Have a smile off. Who has more teeth? Done. (laughs) But, uh, anyways, Ellsworth gets himself banned from the arena. Somehow gets back in for the Money in the Bank match. And instead of being a shit king and fucking up the match... Or piss nuts. Or piss nut. Becky gets him back. And, uh throws him off the ladder. Now, this leads us to the same result of Carmella winning. She should have lost entirely. She had outside interference that should Here's have completely my disqualified thing. her from the match. The second Ellsworth was anywhere near that, she should Here, have been out. Well, her argument was it's a no DQ match. I don't give a fuck. It's a no DQ match, so she didn't do anything wrong. When you're valet, that's all. That's been... why she got to stay in because logically, Daniel didn't have a foot to stand on. He said, and they did a whole promo about all this, everybody talking shit and whatever. And Daniel said, "Look, logically, Carmella has a point. However, that doesn't make it the right thing to do. So we're going to do this, and that's why he left her in the match because she had a point. No." The rules say no when DQ. When your valet interferes... That's not how wrestling point. works, dude. Well, it should. It never has. Valet's sole purpose is to interfere. No, a valet's sole purpose is to be pretty and walk with you to the ring. James Ellsworth is definitely not pretty. 
Um, Pretty ugly. Anyways, Carmella holds on, which... I mean, I would like to see Becky with the briefcase just because I like her. And it would mean more screen time for Becky. But briefcases are so much better in a heel. That It's just, when you can be a shithead about it, it's so much more entertaining. The one thing that does excite me about Carmella having the briefcase is uh, our surrogate son, who tries to spell fabulous. And can't, And yes. can't to save his life. Even though he's listened to the song like a hundred times. <laughs> we could put it on a piece of paper and hold it up in front of him during her entrance. He would still get it wrong. And he can't it, spell anyway. It, so. just, it makes it so enjoyable because yeah. he's just so excited about it. Yeah, he really likes Carmella and Ellsworth. Which is funny because usually when somebody turns heel... He, like, jumped ship on him. Like, I have a picture with him doing the AJ Styles hand thing. And he hates AJ Styles now. Because AJ Styles went heel. Yep. He's not heel anymore. He's, like, weird tweener. But, anyway. Um, yeah. It was, it was not a strong WWE week. I feel like. Uh, Punjabi prison match got announced. I didn't know Can that. Can you be any more racist? What? Punjabi prison. <laughs> well, because the Indian guy proposed it, it's not racist. Uh, it's still racist. Yeah, I know. Still racist as shit. <laughs> it's, still, um, it's still racist. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they announced that. Uh, I'll be interested to see it just because I haven't seen it before. But you're going to give me a cool match and then give me Gender and Randy. Those are the last two people I want to see in a cool match. Well, and you and I talked about this. Uh, Baron has the briefcase, yes? Yes. <laughs> Technically, doesn't all he have to do... Alright, so the way you win this match, if you've never heard of it, because I hadn't until this week, you it's two cages. You get out of the first cage, and then you have to get out of the second cage to win. And so, there's no door, right? You no door. To, you have to crawl. No door. You have to climb over the top of, like, bamboo cage. On top of that, it is straight up... No DQ, no pin, no submission, no count out. You can do whatever the fuck you want to get out of that cage. So my question is... I'm releasing Angry Badgers! Before before Seth cashed in a couple years ago, no one knew what would happen if you cashed in during a match. Makes it automatically a triple threat if you cash in in the middle of a match. So if it's a triple threat Punjabi prison match... First person to the outside wins. Can he not just cash in? Can he in? not just cash in in the middle of the match and be like, fuck you bitches, my I'm belt, outside. and walk away? I think he should. Because one, that means less Baron Corbin on my television. Yes. And two, it that would be funny. it would be funny. It would be total heel move and actually would help Baron's character a little because it would appear smart. It would. Because he, he does, does not come off as smart. Um, some people really fucking love Baron Corbin. I feel like Baron Corbin shops at Walmart for everything, though. I have to show you, and we'll go ahead and shout them out. Nobody's watching wrestling late later yeah. because they mentioned something about Baron Corbin's tights, and I want to give them full credit, but you need to hear it. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I do. I feel like, and it, I have nothing against People who shop at Walmart. Yeah, we but, shop mean, at Walmart. He, all of his stuff is like just generic enough. Yep. Like it's nothing true. has his name on it that I've noticed. It, yeah. It just looks like he went to. He went to the wolf section of Walmart. <laughs> Walmart was like, let me buy all this shit. Um, all right. So 
that's pretty much it. I I hope Corbin cashes in there because that means I hope Corbin cuts his hair. Because but if he shaves it all, he's gotta. I don't know what you do with that. Like shave it all the way down. But then he's gonna look like a skinhead. Not if you don't make him act like a skinhead. But he kind of acts like a skinhead already. Well, change his character. Um. Anyways, he should be. I don't moon. think he should be moon. I think he is one of the worst call ups they've ever done. Moon. moon. And other people are like, "Oh man, Corbin's gotten so good." Moon moon. Yeah, moon moon. That's um, what I want from Baron Corbin. I think him and Apollo Cruz are the two biggest failures of call ups. Poor but, Apollo Cruz. I know. Uh, oh, they don't give him a story. This Titus shit is not helping. Yeah, they're really bad about black guy, and that's not a story. Yeah. Um. All right. So NXT, I finally caught up this week. Maro is officially on, and it's glorious. glorious. Not that the face fucker himself was a bad announcer. Except every time you saw him, you said the face fucker himself. So yeah. Kind of took away from from his skill. However, they needed some fresh blood. I feel like on the announce table because you have Percy, who's not quite like Corey Graves was so good at it. You expect when they put new announcers on the on there, them to be that good, and they're just not. That's what you get for assuming things. And then Nigel is good, but he's still trying to get out of indie mode, and he's he's the new heel, so it's kind of hard to figure out what he's doing all the time. Oscar and Nikki Cross had a Falls Count Anywhere match that everyone needs to go watch. It was so fucking good. Just beating the shit out of each other for 30 minutes. And it was great. Um, really, really, really strong match out of those two. And I hate that Asuka's not called up yet. But at the same time, as long as she's putting on matches like that, I don't care where she is. At the same time, if they call her up, what the fuck are they going to do with her? Have her... They don't use the they'll team her they up. Well they'll now. team her up with Shinsuke. That actually would be enjoyable. Um... But anyways, yeah, uh, if you have not been watching NXT lately because it went through that week stint, uh, the week stint's over, guys, start watching it again because it's, it's been stellar lately. Um, and every week they're defending the belts as the main event, so I kind of like that, like you don't have to wait for a takeover to see the belt get defended. Yeah. Um. Alistair Black and Cassius Ono had a really good match. Um, I'm a little sad Cassius had to eat the pin. Like, they didn't... It was And it was straight up clean. Like, there was no interference, no distraction. Alistair just kicked him in the fucking face. Well, you know... That's what Alistair does, and I love Alistair, <laughs> and I would consider him a friend of the show. But, holy shit. Yeah. If I want to win a match, I'm just going to kick someone in the face, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah, that's what his move is. Alright, so, that was WWE. Go watch that women's match and go watch Ono versus Black. Uh, I think they're defending the world, the NXT belt and the tag belts the next couple weeks. Who Heavy Machinery is fighting Authors of Pain, which I feel like is a slight waste. But, I think Champa's actually hurt. So DIY's out. TM61 is out. Revival got called up. So literally every tag team you had that could challenge them is not available. Yep. Um, so, but that's well, how... DIY broke up anyway. Yeah. 
So That's true. They, they weren't an option. But the promo Tommaso cut kind of said, I knew I was hurt and that's why I attacked because I didn't want people to forget about me while I was out and Johnny was here. So, yeah, I know. It was sad. Uh, there's been too many breakups lately. love is being ruined everywhere. That's true. Um, Alright. So, other than that, we have two small bits of wrestling news, just real fast. TNA has officially become Global Force Wrestling. Um, if you don't know what that is, a couple years ago, Jeff Jarrett tried to start a new promotion. And he got everybody in the indies who's a free agent. He got the Bucks. He got all the top names t- <laughs> To come, I don't remember who was still indie at that point, other than I just Bucks. Like that you're like about to do a whole list, and you're like, I've got one, one Bucks. I want to say Cage was on there. The Ricochet went. It was a lot of people. Um, oh, I was just mocking you because it's my thing. Yeah, but everyone was like, "How the fuck did Jeff Jarrett get all these people to come?" Blowjobs. Uh, maybe from his wife. Um, but anyway, point being. Low jobs and money. It bombed completely. Like people who went said it was fine, but if you have the top talent in the indies there, of course it's going to be a good show. Yeah. So. Well, if you've got the top indie talent like, in the world, it should be more than fine. Right. I went to when I went to WrestleCon in Dallas. Jeff Jarrett had a booth and had all this Global Force shit empty. No one was at that fucking table, and that place was packed. Poor Jeff Jarrett. You would hate Jeff Jarrett if you had ever seen him. Mm. His gimmick back in the day was a fake country singer. Meh. He also had a housekeeping match with China. I don't I, I don't even want to... Nope, not going there. Not, not touching that with a 10-foot pole. All the weapons were vacuum cleaners not and cleaners. Not touching that with a 10-foot pole. And shit. Anyways, it was terrible. So anyways, when TNA got desperate and was about to go bankrupt, they called Jeff Jarrett back in. They're going to rebrand to Jeff Jarrett, save us! To try to become relevant, and they are now Global Force Wrestling. So we'll see how that goes. They're doing some tournament soon, and they're going to get talent from all over the world or something. I don't know. I I read very quickly what was going on there, but... You skimmed. Yeah. Perused. Until With the Hardys gone, I've had no reason to watch Impact. I know Caleb's there. But I can see Caleb locally. I don't need to watch Impact to see him. So, I don't know. It's it's one of those things, like, I'm glad there's competition. But I think people act like it's bigger than it is. Although, I did have kids at work who liked Impact better than WWE. Especially when the Hardys are on it. But Alright, and then the other thing, uh, Bullet Club merch. I don't remember if we talked about this last week. But Bullet Club merch that was going to be sold at Hot Topic has sold out at all the limited locations they had it. So now it will be available nationwide. If you need a Bullet Club, Cody, or Young Buck shirt, they will now have them at your local Hot Topic very soon. I also don't know if we mentioned this last week, but you got your hair done. Yeah, we talked about that, I think. But yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. So, uh, that's all I got. That was all of the wrestling. We will be previewing PWX later this week. I kind of knew this was going to be a little longer with the Wrestle Circus thing, so I didn't want to do Wrestle Circus and PWX and WWE. And our weekly shit. 
Yeah. So we'll cover that sometime before Saturday. Shirts are coming soon. Um, yeah, those we got of a... you who've pre-ordered. I'll hit up Bryce tonight and see what's going on. So it would be awesome if like we have them at the show, but if we don't, we don't. Um, we'll work on it. Oh, uh, before we go, congratulations to Martin Stone for getting married. Oh yeah, definitely. That's uh, super exciting. That was super exciting. He looked so happy. Yes, yes, he did. And hopefully, we'll be talking to Martin this weekend. Big hope. Yeah, but I, it's really hard because I was looking at some of the guys' schedules that we want to talk to. They all have shows the night before and the night after. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> How dare you be popular? But it's you know, get your money where you can. I understand. It just makes it hard for us to get interviews. So we'll figure it out. Um, but hopefully, we'll get you. The definite weekly show this week. Yes. And then we'll definitely have at least one interview. I don't know with who yet. But Could, we will interview somebody. But we'll interview somebody or a crew because uh, our old connection has said he'd love to do another roundtable. So we'll set that up. Um, but anyways, who knows? If we get a hotel, maybe we'll have Sam and Nikki on after Evolve. Have, a, have nip, a new some new slumber party. A Nip Brigade episode. Indeed, we shall. All right. On that note, you can follow us at Sad Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, stupidanddelicious.com. Um, we will let you know after the shirts come in officially and get put up on the website where you can go get those. Because um, I don't think that's ready yet. Because uh, yay, shirts! Am I missing anything? Facebook groups, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, wherever the hell you want to listen to us, YouTube. I meant to go fix the shit. I still haven't, and I said that like three weeks ago. Um, I reiterate, reiterate, Doug's the worst. Follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. You can follow me on Instagram at DublinCat, D-U-B-L-I-N-K-A-T, or on Twitter at CatKelpie, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing. (laughs) 